When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I'm sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change. 
no matter how small. Anna Kant stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000blanketsmovie.com. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. All right, so much to get to today. Did you know that the military could get the upper hand with China if they just use more off-the-shelf technology? Uh, We will get an expert to explain exactly why and how that means. Uh, And I've also got a brand-new sponsor to introduce to you. Loving these guys. Stay with us. All right, welcome. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, there are a lot of things that the new Congress will have to focus on come January, and one of the uh, very important ones, I think, is always going to be national security and what we need to do to shore up uh, our weaknesses, as they've been exposed in a lot of different areas. We've had lots of experts on this show uh, talk about this very thing, KT McFarland, for, first and foremost, among them saying that uh, with China, we've really got to play a different type of game than maybe with Iran or Russia. Uh, someone that may agree with that statement is Brian Clark, Senior Fellow and Director for the Center for Dis- Defense Concepts and Technology at the Hudson Institute. And he's calling us uh, live from the Pentagon. Very appreciative of his time for this. Uh, Brian, thanks for being here. Um, there's uh, a whole theory out there that, um, well, it's not a theory. It's it's proven. China has exploited us with um, commercial technology left and right. They've stolen a lot of secrets on uh, IT proprietary stuff for a long time. TikTok's probably spying on us even as we speak. Um, right. <laughs> but you guys have said there's a way to turn this commercial technology to our advantage. First of all, why do we need to? And secondly, how do we do it? Yeah, Kevin, thanks for having me on. Uh, absolutely. Uh, commercial technology is advancing so much faster than what the military is able to do for itself or with its custom-built systems that the, the DOD just needs to start embracing that commercial technology's opportunity. So one great place for that uh, is 5G. So we've got this huge investment in 5G being done by the private sector uh, to serve billions of users uh, far beyond anything that the DOD or the U.S. military has. Um, and what you're seeing is that the, the electronics they're able to generate are much more sophisticated, uh, and they stay at that cutting edge. And the U.S. military's uh, electronics are, you know, generally Cold War technology that's been sort of advanced a little bit over the years. But you know, it's it's custom built, it's legacy, it's not able to be as sophisticated as it could be. So we can really uh, advance a lot of the military electronics, you know, the electronic warfare systems, the radars, the weapons. Uh, if we start bringing in microelectronics from the commercial sector and put them into these weapons. Systems. Uh, and instead of, you know, 
looking at the military as being behind, you know, put the, the military at the leading edge. Isn't this how we used to do uh, uh, defense projects? I remember because I grew up in the shadow of Carswell Air Force Base, but LD Bell Helicopter and some other uh, companies that, that worked on a lot of, you know, private sector items that were had military application were also uh, headquartered in that region of the country. And I just remember thinking, well, isn't this the way it should be done? Like private sector advancement can help the very sluggish public sector uh, need for these things. You're right. Uh, and so during the uh, Cold War, you know, the U.S. did put a lot of investment from the government into, you know, new computer technology, telecommunications, um, you know, uh, nuclear power. It said all these technologies emerged out of the government, but then the private sector took them and then, you know, rapidly advanced them. And the government, meanwhile, kind of stayed the same. Uh, so now what we need to do is sort of flip the script and instead of the government sort of spurring commercial technology development, now take the commercial technology and import it back into the government. So let's talk about what this looks like, practically speaking, from from uh, what our current needs are. What what could we take advantage of and, and what would you know, what what will it do, in, especially in relationship to China? You bet. Uh, so, um, right now, what the U.S. military is looking at doing is trying to create a much larger force with a lot more unmanned systems, a lot more swarming unmanned systems uh, that would do jamming, decoy, deception, uh, that would carry weapons, um, just like you're seeing in Ukraine. Um, and these systems are you know, relatively supposed to be cheap and numerous. Well, the way you get to cheap and numerous is by taking the uh, commercial electronics and using them instead of custom building your own. And that's been a big problem for the U.S. military is it defines its own requirements. It, it requires everything to be custom built, whether it's a radar or an electronic warfare jammer or the guidance system on a uh, drone. Uh, but instead of uh, building it all yourself, if they harvest this from the commercial world, so 5G, uh, base stations, 5G cell phones, our, our own user equipment, uh, all incorporate uh, the kinds of sophisticated chips that you would need in guidance systems for drones, for example. Uh, they incorporate the kind of antenna and transmitter uh, equipment that you would need to be able to have a high-end jammer or high-end radar. That stuff can be simply imported right into military systems and used more or less off the shelf. Uh, and DOD needs to start embracing that. And it's starting to in a very small way, but we need to accelerate that effort. If if that is in fact the case, and I'm I'm trying to think through all the different angles on this, isn't there a danger in the commercial market being somewhat compromised uh, if it is known that our military is using the off-the-shelf solutions? Right. So if, if you knew which chips the U.S. military was going to use and if the U.S. military didn't adapt them in any way, uh, there could be that danger. I mean, but the one benefit of using commercial electronics is it's if you're, you know, for example, Qualcomm makes uh, hundreds of millions of uh, each of its sort of uh, 5G modem chips that go into your cell phone, hundreds of millions per year. There's no way for them to know or for anybody in the supply chain to know which ones are going to go to the military versus which ones go to your or my iPhone. So the, the just the vast quantity of commercial microelectronics are such that it's going to be hard to figure out which are being diverted for military purposes. The other thing is that the, the DOD is also looking at ways to adapt these commercial electronics slightly to you know, meet its own needs, but then to also incorporate what they call zero trust. So if you take the commercial microelectronics chips and then you repackage them in a new way, 
uh, new architecture, it's hard for the uh, builder to understand exactly what it's going to look like when it gets into the weapon system. So it's a way of establishing a zero trust relationship where the DOD can feel like you can take these commercial electronics, repackage them in any way that in a new way that the that the original manufacturer doesn't understand, and they they can feel confident that 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 final architecture is not something that an enemy could predict and then exploit it. Because that was the that was the rationale behind why government had standards that it set privately, right? I mean that so that no right. one else could know the the product. The, the problem is when they started doing that, a, a five dollar hammer began to cost like seventy five dollars to the taxpayer. Um, are, exactly. Is, is that is that the same type of idea here? We're we're paying way way more through the nose for something that's not nearly as good. Absolutely right. So instead of designing your own hammer, um, go ahead and buy the commercial hammer. Uh, and then you, that might mean you have to change how you fight a little bit. So, so for example, uh, as the military starts to adopt more of these cheap, numerous systems, that gives it the opportunity to use some of these commercial microelectronics because it doesn't have to be specialized for the military's particular way of doing things. Um, so it means that the DOD has got to start rethinking how it defines requirements so that it can go to a commercial first model, essentially to say, well, what's on the shelf that I can use? And then what does that mean for how I'm going to operate and fight uh, and build these systems? Because how they do it now is they decide how they want to fight and build the systems, and then they go custom build something to solve that that problem. Right. They need to start reversing that model to look commercial first instead of custom built first. It's too much reinvention of the wheel when the wheel is exactly. working just fine. Let me ask you this. It's no um, secret that one of the reasons uh, China is so intent on uh, Taiwan is because of their microprocessor uh, capabilities, and they 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 can turn out billions of them. Um, is this a way that we can uh, also have an impact on that conflict uh, by boosting this sector for them? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So this is a way the U.S. government is putting a lot of investment through the Chips and Science Act. Uh, it just put these export controls in that are trying to reduce the amount of uh, leakage of technology over to China. So certainly by having the military become a bigger customer of commercial microelectronics, that's going to help improve the condition of the U.S. microelectronics supply chain. Does that have direct impact on the Chinese-Taiwan equation? It does, right? So if you make yourself less uh, dependent upon Taiwan by investing more in U.S.-built microelectronics that the military might use, um, then you're going to make yourself more resilient and reduce that that vulnerability that you have to Taiwan becoming part of China. Well, I really Excellent. appreciate uh, you helping us understand this, uh, Brian Clark of the Hudson Institute. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Kevin. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 Blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000BlanketsMovie.com. All right. Welcome back, Kevin McCullough. I'm so glad to have you with us. And I'm so thankful that so many of you, dozens and dozens, hundreds over the last several years, join with us each year to give uh, a holiday present, a gift for the rest of their life like they will never get. And who is the they? Uh, These uh, former slaves that are being liberated 
in northern Sudan and being returned to their homeland in South Sudan with with what's called a bag of hope that basically launches a whole new life. There's food, there's seed for a coming season that they can plant and grow more food. There's uh, utensils for for fishing and cooking and planting. There's things to help protect them from the weather. Um, And they're uh, my favorite part. They get a little. a goat and they get to a little she goat and they get to make more goats with that she goat and it gives them a little bit of income in the process of that that's what you give when you give the simple gift of $250 and if if you can't give it all in one fell swoop you can break it up into two payments of 125 or five of 50 or whatever you need to do but to go to bringherhome.org to do that bringherhome.org or 888-342-1010. Rob Davis, the uh, U.S. Operations Executive Director for CSI, is back. And, uh, Rob, you're always loaded with stories. And we've just, it's important for people to know, 300 slaves were just liberated. I mean, they just, within the last uh, few days, uh, received their liberation. Some of you that gave earlier this year contributed to that. So thank you for making some of these stories possible. But give us a kind of a, a bird's eye glimpse of one of these lives that we've helped. Her name is uh, Atok Bolgang, uh, 30 years old, and she was captured when she was a little child. You know, this is somebody who's been enslaved for probably 24 to 27 years. Uh, we don't have an exact capture date, but we know she's 30 now. and was captured as a young child. She was with her mother and father and siblings, and uh, her parents were farmers. Her mother was in the forest collecting wild fruits and things for dinner, and uh, Arabs attacked her village. They came and found her hiding in the woods. They came and found another couple of people who were hiding as well and rounded them up. And two of, uh, two of her fellow captors were uh, resistant, and so the, uh, the soldiers just shot them dead right in front of her. Imagine seeing that as a five- or six-year-old child. They were beaten. Arabs tied her hands with ropes and dragged her uh, even when she was tired uh, north to where they lived. Uh, She says that she was raped by three Arabs, but she was afraid to refuse because they would kill her. Her Arab master had her taking care of the uh, children of his three wives, and she continued to be uh, sexually abused. Um, She worked and washed clothes, cleans the house. Her master also decided that she was going to uh, undergo uh, female genital mutilation. She says that she thanks God that she was brought back to South Sudan. Many mm-hmm. bad things had happened to me in slavery. They will never happen again. I am free. I am so thankful. And as you said, Kevin, uh, she just fears for those who are still enslaved. Go to bring her home because we're bringing those slaves home. We're bringing those women home to their family. Bringherhome.org. Bringherhome.org. And you can liberate uh, someone who really didn't think that she was ever going to be liberated. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that blows my mind. Uh, these women have lived more or less in, in the worst state of PTSD or mental trauma or whatever you want to call it for the majority of their life. And yet when they are liberated, the amount of gratitude, the amount of uh, concern for the others that are left behind, it is truly an inspiring thing to see the strength that these women have within them, uh, even after so much abuse that they've endured. 888-342-1010, or go online to bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio.
All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. You know, as we uh, every year get to kind of evaluate what's gone on in the previous 12 months or even longer, it's it's sometimes good to do a checkup on where we're at and what's happening. And uh, my friends over at the Family Research Council uh, have just released a report on what has happened by way of hostility being expressed towards Christians and the church in the United States covering the years, I think it's uh, 2018 through 2022. And Ariel Del Turco joins us now to discuss this. She's the assistant director for the Center for Religious Liberty at FRC. And full disclosure, I used to work for the Family Research Council, so I just want people to be aware of that. Um, Ariel, it's good to have you back. Thanks for being here. Um, why did you, uh, first of all, why was FRC interested in looking at this five-year period? Yeah, so we really began looking at this um, just because we had uh, perceived uh, a supposed rise in these incidences. We were just hearing more and more about vandalism and other types of attacks against church buildings. And so we wanted to put numbers to that. We wanted to see if there actually was a rise. So we looked at uh, the years 2018 through 2022. Uh, through September 2022 was our reporting period, and we found almost that the incidents tripled from the first year to this current year. So at 2018, we were looking at around 50 cases that we could track of acts of vandalism and other acts of hostility, including arson, other violence against churches, and this year there was 137 just through September wow. uh, on track to triple. Okay, so let me let me break this down a little bit because numbers are I, I'm fascinated by data and I I find it very um, interesting to look at, but I also think sometimes it can be a little bit tricky to understand. When when you say there were 50 incidents in 2018, um, I'm guessing that these were all reported and that there was a certain level of hostility that you detected to qualify an incident as one that was put on the list. Yeah, you're hitting at a very important point here. So we um, relied on open source data for our reporting. Typically, okay. that would be incidences that reach the news. Um, so we suspect the actual number to be much, much higher because not all churches either have connections to news outlets to get their story out there or don't report it to the police. Sure. There's any number of reasons that we wouldn't have heard about it, uh, but these are the numbers that we were able so, to find. So using that as the kind of barrier for, for evidence or inclusion, you're saying according to that same standard, nearly three times as many occurred in 2022 as occurred in 2018. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. What were the most... Well, who who were the groups that were most targeted, and in what way was that most expressed? So we found that there was a very disturbing correlation between times of political tension in the United States and a rise in these acts of hostility against churches. So most prominently, we saw that this summer with the leak of the Supreme Court Dobbs decision, mm -hmm. which was about to overturn Roe v. Wade. So this year alone... From January to September, we counted 57 pro-abortion acts of hostility and only five over the previous four years. So that's a very, very sharp increase, uh, literally a lot of anger. And these are against churches per se. They're not against yeah. things like uh, crisis pregnancy centers or what would be considered sometimes parachurch operations. That's right. These are just churches alone. Wow. Which, uh, 
while many churches are pro-life and are a great source of pro-life activism, they were not responsible for the Supreme Court's decision, right. yet they were the target of violence. Um, so have have you guys taken a look at uh, similar periods previous to 2018, uh, trying to judge by a similar standard at all? We've not. This this was our reporting period, just the last five years. But even within that framework, we saw a pretty consistent rise. Yeah. How closely tied? So you're. I'm, I'm thinking of the time period that it covers. You're in the last two years of the Trump administration and the first two years of the Biden administration that are all included in this. Um, did it? Was there a correlation to? You know, presidential administrations or governmental response to? Uh, these types of things at all? Well, every year successively, we're looking at a pretty steady rise, except for 2020 when there was a significant dip. However, we are chalking that up mainly to uh, the general uh, limitations and mobility that people had with lockdowns, COVID restrictions. Yeah. Exactly. During COVID. Uh, but overall, there's a steady rise. And really, I, I think this is symptomatic of a growing uh, social hostility to Christianity generally. Uh, America just does not have the same level of societal respect for churches and religious institutions that it once did maybe several decades ago. Uh, we would have expected that even people that didn't agree with religions would still be treating church buildings and religious adherence with respect. And we're just seeing that erode more and more and more, uh, and especially with that mix of political hostility towards Christian beliefs, especially Christian beliefs that uh, pertain to human dignity for the unborn, uh, into the definition of marriage and uh, proper human sexuality. Uh, We're seeing these being areas where Christians are increasingly targeted. Well, it's interesting that uh, you guys did this study because obviously uh, since the overturning of Roe and even since the midterms, there are, you know, there's there's assertions being made about the role of people of faith. And with the new signing of the um, what's called, I feel like falsely, the Respect for Marriage Act by the president, uh, it th- there are concerns that there's going to be more targeting, uh, legal targeting of uh, people uh, through that mechanism. And I would guess that the trend goes when there's more legal targeting of people of faith, that the hostile acts that go beyond legality are probably going to increase as well. Do do we have any, any basis for that, that theory being true? Yeah, I think there's a strong correlation between government violations of religious freedom and social hostility against religious freedom. Uh, So I typically look at two things for religious freedom, uh, legal protections, But it's not just legal protections that actually makes religious freedom safe in a society. It's these cultural influences. So does the culture support religious freedom as well? And so we're seeing that just collapse. Um, Ariel Del Turco, appreciate uh, your diligence on this. Is there any major takeaway that you guys are putting out there that my listeners need to know about? Yeah, we are just encouraging people to have the reaction to this report that One, just don't brush aside these incidences of vandalism. They can really be quite intimidating, uh, and they represent a really darker cultural moment that we're in. And so they should be condemning these acts, but then also not letting them affect how you live. Keep going to church. 
uh, assist when uh, your church is cleaning up these acts of vandalism uh, and just keep living out your religious freedom. That's uh, good stuff. Ariel Del Turco, thank you for being with us. Thanks so much. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Do you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of nature is whole whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000 thousandblanketsmovie.com Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to be with you. You know, it was uh, just this weekend when, for the first time, I saw the Breitbart headline saying that Father Frank Pavone, who founded the organization called Priests for Life that uh, Dr. Alveda King 
and others have also represented over the last several years, had been officially defrocked by the American uh, ambassador from the Vatican uh, to the to the United States, uh, and that this is the uh, there's no chance for um, appeal, and there will be no rehearing of it. And uh, Father Frank Pavone said quite bluntly, "I will never stop being a priest." Uh, I, I thought it was interesting as to the reasons why they said they defrocked him. And let's get into that with some discussion with Dr. Gina Loudon, a thrice credentialed human behavioralist who knows a thing or two about uh, <clears throat> the games that people play. Dr. Gina, always good to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Oh, always great to be with you. Merry Christmas, everybody. That's it. Hey, let's quickly uh, discuss Father Frank, when it comes to one of like, I don't know, one of the the real heroes of the pro-life movement. This man has put it bluntly for as many years as I can remember, and he's never backed down from absolute truth. And I might also add, I've never seen him once be in any other way than agreeable and winsome and, and doing, doing the hard, saying the hard things with as much uh, good diligence as he possibly can. What do you make of the decision by the uh, Vatican to take this action against him? Yeah, I think I think it's important to note, Kevin, that uh, one of the things about him is the grace with which he proceeds to do his job. Every I, day. I, I couldn't help every day. I couldn't help but be struck, honestly, by this in a special sort of a way, because so many of us have been uh, condemned or persecuted in our own arenas for whatever reason. But very few of us, myself included, um, I guess I was just shocked because his demeanor is always so full of grace and so deferential and so loving and so kind that I was surprised that he even managed to get under someone's skin, which tells you this isn't at all about him. This is about a woke Catholic church doing an actual purge with an agenda. Um, and all you have to do to know where the Vatican is on all of this is take a look at the fact that they are aiding and abetting the illegals coming across our border right now. Human trafficking and human slavery is at an all-time high in our world right now because of Catholic charities and the Catholic Church. None of that's being condemned, yeah. but they find reason to condemn Father Frank Pavone, one of their best advocates. If nothing else, Kevin, they could have left him alone to just be out here in the conservative realm, keeping some of their conservative members who are undoubtedly going to leave over this decision. But you know what? It's more important to them to be woke and to advocate evil. And I'm talking about patent evil here. Um, than it was to just kind of go along and get along and and let conservatives stay in the church because Father people Father Pavone are there and it makes you assume others are, but I guess they're not. What's interesting was I kept as I would see the the stories coming across over the weekend. I kept trying to look for the the rationale. What what was the mm -hmm. major crime that he committed to get defrocked? Mm -hmm. I mean, in evangelical circles, which I'm far more familiar with. Um, you know, if you uh, have an affair while you're in ministry and you're unrepentant, you you lose your pastorship. Uh, if you uh, embezzle things from the church, uh, money that is not yours to take, you 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 lose your job. If you do any, you know, if you if you molest children, if you do any number of things that uh, that as a pastor you know are beneath the level of what a pastor is allowed to be as a leader in the Christian faith. You you plan on losing your job. That's the that's the given going into it. It's already going to happen. So I'm looking. I'm looking very carefully through the news stories. What did he do? What did he do? What did he do? He mm -hmm. put something on Facebook along the lines of saying that Democrats were godless, and yeah. because he wouldn't retract it, 
for saying that Democrats are godless, that meant he was hate-filled and he had to lose his post? Yeah, and it, obviously this is just malarkey, right? This is not about anything. Besides the fact done. that it's true that Democratic platform is godless and that they're killing unborn children, that that aside, Yes. It, right. And and rather and rather, Kevin, than condemn the fact that they um, advocate killing babies, condone killing babies all the way birth um, not and to mention slavery, trafficking, uh, not to mention pedophilia and all the rest of the things that the Democrats do rather than impugn the party, which they could do and probably have some serious impact. Uh, they decide to impugn the messenger, which right. is Father Frank Pavone. And it just says so much about where they are today. I think it's the beginning of the end of the Catholic Church in terms of um, having any sort of credibility out there in the world. And I just, I'm so curious what, I went all the way through Catholic schools. I don't even know if you know that, but I went through Catholic, Catholic college, um, at Catholic uh, master's program, my first master's program. Um, and so I completely am so used to there being, um, you know, a big, between liberal and Catholics, but you think they would care somewhat about keeping their conservatives there. Dr. G, yeah. always appreciate you. Always appreciate you too. <clears throat> Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Stay here. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to FoxNewsBooks.com to pre order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell 
keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. happening in new york or across the globe learn why it matters first on kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough very glad to have you with us on what we call money monday uh, as you know one of the aspects of kevin mccullough's all of kevin mccullough's broadcast efforts is to help you have practical help in areas of life and one of the reasons that we focus on money is because there's really nothing in your life that's not related to it uh who you marry how you raise your kids uh, the, the, uh, stuff you go through week in and week out, whether or not you eat, uh, what types of entertainment you have, everything in your life is connected to money and how you use it. And so if we can figure out how to help you use it better and to protect what you do earn, uh, I think that we're doing you a huge service. And so that's why we started money Monday a long time ago. Glad to have you with us uh, for this edition. Um, and it's one of the reasons why we have people like Hillary Kramer and David Fisher and Scott Martin and others that have talked about all different areas of investment and uh, places that you can use your money. And it's also one of the reasons why I'm very excited to welcome my next guest, Eli Mamiya of U.S. CoinSpot. And you will now begin to hear in the uh, weeks to come that U.S. CoinSpot is the new sponsor of Money Monday. And we are grateful for their partnership uh, and for their desire to help get the word out, too, as to how uh, you can best be helped. Eli, it's wonderful to meet you. Thanks for being here. Kevin, it's my pleasure. And uh, I'd love just to share some thoughts with uh, your listening audience. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have, I find when I have discussions about precious metals, I find a lot of people fall into two camps. Either they've they've had their minds poisoned against them and they're told, oh, there's there's no value in, in gold or silver. And you got to, you know, if you want to make money, get it into real estate or the stock market. And there's other people that I know that have said, hey, if you manage precious metals wisely, not only is it a great protection for the rest of your portfolio, but in some instances, you will actually grow your net worth considerably. And all anyone has to do is just look at the last two months as to what's happened in the precious metals market to see that that's true. Um, first of all, which of those camps is true, and and why do you believe so passionately for it? 
Well, the thing is this. There's no real one answer to any of it. There is a combination of factors that are figured in. In the precious metals, the metal price is a lot based upon the demand and supply of the actual metal. So if, let's say, the oil companies all of a sudden decide to invest their profits, which are very substantial, into a lot of gold and silver, you're going to see a major, major move in those silver and gold prices. If the regular public is just buying it for hedging or whatever other purposes, it's going to be less uh, volatile because the public doesn't always go and uh, invest their money in gold and silver, and they don't even know how to do that. So that's that's the other the other side of the coin in that situation. Well, and so the the way that one understands metals and how it should relate to them is probably all important here. So. Take someone through, uh, let's just assume that um, we've got a listener that's listening that doesn't know anything about how to protect their portfolio. What, what do you, where do you start with people when it comes to precious metals? Okay, so what we, we, we suggest is that a person would start with silver because silver is less expensive, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's easier to attain. It's easy to sell. When you want to sell one ounce of silver, it's $36 in a coin form versus twenty four dollars in a you know in a bar heavy you know in, in a heavy investment form it's a lot more expensive in the coin form but it's a lot easier to sell and market and, and move because if you're going to move them at one at a time that's really the only way to do it so uh the, right now the united states makes something called the american eagle it's one ounce of silver it's a beautiful coin it's designed based upon uh adolf wyman's original design of the liberty half dollar and the, 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 the wing cap dime as well, both, both uh, inspired in 1916 by Adolf Wyman, which I already mentioned. And uh, that design has been around since 1986, and people have enjoyed investing in them, and they've been, they've been making a lot of money with them because when they first came out, there was something like uh, $12 or $13 a piece including the minting charges. So now they're up to 36 and 38 and 42 and who knows what. The, we sell them in bulk at 36.99. But um, that's not the point. The point is it's an easy item to buy. It's an easy item to sell. It's not a big investment. You can also you know, uh, parlay your, your investment when you want, how you want, and it's a very simple way to do so. So that would be uh, a way to invest in silver. Of course, if you have more money to invest, it's not a good idea to invest in thousands of ounces of silver. It's too much premium to be paid. It's too much handling. It's too much weight. So you want to do the same thing in gold coins, which they have buffalo coins, they have American eagle coins, they have American liberty coins. And all those are very valuable and very viable ways to invest in gold. Yeah. Now, the reason coins may be better than actual metals is because, let's say, Tomorrow's silver price goes to zero. Guess what? You're holding a coin. The coin itself has numismatic value. So even if the silver price goes to zero, the numismatic value of that coin is still going to be 20 or $25. So therefore, you're more hedged on a coin than you would be on the actual metal. That's a, that's a much better position to be in. If it goes up to $100,000 an ounce, you're still going to have the 100000 You lose your premium, but you, you retain your, your profit. So either way, you're, you're, you're a winner. Well, That's and what, I, I'm what I what I love about this is that you said if silver was to go to zero, the truth is silver and gold, as long as I've been collecting, have never been anywhere near zero. And it's well, one- for years, for years, silver has been down to around five dollars an ounce and 
to me, I, I consider that zero because <laughs> you can't even buy a cup of decent cup of coffee for five dollars an ounce. I mean, for five dollars. So that that I don't think we're going to ever see that again. I, I think it's going to be the other way. But just 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 to keep your public educated, say, well, what if I invest ten thousand dollars in the silver coins? What's going to happen if it goes down? Well, it's not going to. You're not going to lose all your money. But if you invest ten thousand dollars into AT and T stock. You never know what's yeah. going to happen. Or well, stocks have to- gone to nothing, and they can go to nothing on a regular basis. And uh, it's one of those things where I think what you're also meaning is that um, people need to have an understanding of balance. So it, a, a balanced portfolio is one that takes advantage of the different opportunities in the different arenas. And by doing that, they hedge themselves uh, as good stewards of their of their money. Hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. You you should invest for long term investment. You should invest in real estate because that's really the the best long term investment there is. Except if you don't know how to manage it, or if something a flood happens or a disaster happens, you can lose all your money on that. Um, Eli and his team are located right here. They're local, so it's easier to uh, reach them and feel like you're uh, making contact. Eight 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 five coin spot. Eight 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 five coin spot or uscoinspot.com. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. You know color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. 
My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. I don't know if you can put a whole lot of stock in some things. Uh, breaking news the January 6th committee has referred uh, criminal referrals to the Justice Department. Uh, for, on President Trump from the January 6th uh, committee's work. This is their, like, last chance gasp breath of uh, desperation, trying to do all that they can to uh, get the former president basically prevented from being able to run again. That's, that's what they want to do. Uh, they're, they're referring Donald Trump to the Justice Department, accusing him of four different federal crimes, including insurrection. Now, the president, interestingly enough, uh, went back through his old tweets that he now has access to again, and on Truth Social over the weekend, put up two tweets that are very relevant to all of this. He he says, uh, please obey all law enforcement, and remember that we are the party of law and order. We do not. There's direct evidence that he was not conspiring or working towards an insurrection. It's public. This is stupid. The Justice Department may be dumb enough to go for it with Merrick Garland. Who knows? I mean, it's 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 a clown show over there, to say the least. But this is the latest in, in a bunch of efforts that I have continued to see from over the weekend that tells me this stuff isn't going away. Um, and the, the so Frank Pavone gets defrocked for calling the Democrats godless in a tweet. That's that's what he got defrocked for. He said that Democrats who, who, you know, drink in the blood of babies, uh, they swim in it, that they're that they're godless. And that was bad. But as Dr. Gina said earlier, they're not saying a word about the fact that the city of El Paso is having to declare a state of emergency due to what the repealing of Title 42 is going to do. You have a, you have a U.S. city that's going to be overrun with crime and criminal activity and a whole host of problems, and the Catholic Church, the Vatican, standing off to the side, twiddling its thumbs. You've got um, you've got the L.A. mayor planning to address homelessness by moving people into hotel and motel rooms. So what? The hotel and motel proprietors don't get paid. They now have to take. They they now have to become a function of the state. How fair is that? You've got Democrats rallying to use the 14th Amendment against the former president. This is if the January 6th stuff doesn't work. They want to call him a Confederate. They're going to use the same the same arguments that they made against the Confederate generals to say that he shouldn't be allowed to take office again. It's laughable. Um, you've got you've just got all kinds of things going on that are in every sense of the word, nonsensical. 
And this is the uh, oh, and there's a Democratic uh, representative saying that President Biden shouldn't go to the southern border because it'll 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 mess with traffic. <laughs> Forget about the the six thousand immigrants per hour they're going to come across the day that forty two's lifted. Nope, can't have them there because it will mess with traffic. Friends, there are people not invested in your welfare or your well being. Many of the things they believe are absolute anathema to moral standpoint. And yes, they are godless. Frank Pavone got this right. And shame on the Catholic Church for defrocking him. They're defrocked for keeping the truth that they supposedly appreciate as the church. Kevin McCullough, see you next time. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13, maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000blanketsmovie.com. Um...